every American citizen must have an equal right to vote. The administration of elections is primarily a state and local responsibility. Whether you voted for the very first time or waited in line for a very long time, by the way, we have to fix that. Hi, welcome to High Turnout Wide Margins, the last episode for 2021. This is Brianna Lennon. I am the county clerk in Boone County, Missouri, and with me is my co-host. Eric Fay, Director of Elections in St. Louis County, Missouri. And today we wanted to express our thanks to everyone that has helped be a part of this podcast this year, but also give a little bit of preview of what we're going to be doing next year for Season two, I guess. I, I don't know if we'll call it season two or if it's just 2.0. Well, the, the fact that we had a season one astonishes me and that it was 60 episodes. I've talked to a number of people totally unrelated to this podcast, you know, who have nothing to do with elections, you know, just the normal course of my business life, whatever. And it might come up that I've been doing this podcast and I say, oh, that's cool, whatever. And how many episodes? And I said, well, we'll probably do 60 by the end of the year. <laughs> and that's a, astonishing to other people. I never thought about it. But, you know, when we started this, we we had no idea what form it would take or how long it would last. And uh, I can't thank everybody enough in the election community for being interested in it and wanting to do it. Yeah, I've been happy that it's happened. But the thing that has surprised me the most is the number of people willing to come on the show like to create 60 episodes, it means that we had at least 59 people that were interested in coming on and talking to us, providing insight into what they do. Not everybody that we talked to were people that had like given interviews before or that were used to giving interviews before. Like some people, it was their first time kind of sharing how their office worked. And so I know that that is not an easy thing to do. So to trust us with that and trust us that we would not put out a bad quality story. I don't know that it has overwhelmed me, the amount of confidence that people put into us to be able to do this. The election administration community is great. Like you said, all these people were willing to come on without really any coaxing or anything whatsoever. (laughs) A couple of people we had to say, don't worry, you know, uh, <laughs> we edit <laughs> things. So if you, yeah, I think it just goes to show, I wish more people could know that regardless of geography or partisan affiliation, that election officials really just want to help each other. And I think that's the main thing we've been trying to do with this podcast, that we, every episode, we, we want there to be some kind of takeaway for people that do our jobs. So hopefully we've achieved that. And I think that that is a good segue into talking about what we hope to accomplish next year and some of the changes that are going to be happening for season two. I mean, it's become very obvious as election officials in general have had to deal with challenges that have really not been close to being imagined in the past and dealing with how they can appropriately prepare themselves for 2022. I think that my goal is to try to match some of that energy and try to 
put out episodes that have more of a thematic, in-depth look at some of the topics that we've been able to talk about in 25 to 30 minutes, but not been able to really delve down into and explore in a way that really makes you think about how it can apply much more of a workshop type of episode than just a, oh, that was an interesting lesson type of episode. You know, we've talked about that between ourselves, that there have been a number of episodes we wish we could have gone longer with the guest or gone more in depth into something. And that's one thing in a way we hope to achieve in the next year, season two point, whatever it is, (laughs) but also maintaining that goal and that product of something election administrators can take away. I hope we can go more in depth and still achieve that that main goal and make it somewhat interesting almost by accident i think at least the people i hear from <laughs> they they seem to they seem to enjoy it and they seem to get something out of it so it must be somewhat interesting at least to weird people like us yeah i think the biggest thing expectation wise is just that we probably will not be doing every week for a while i think we're going to take some time and really focus on creating a high quality show that has more, more, more to think about, more to take away and apply. We've done a good job of pointing out little, little ideas here and there that other offices have done, but we haven't really said like, here's an off the shelf thing that you can do. And here's how you would do it. One of those, obviously I think is going to be a conversation about creating the narrative for your office and trying to push back on disinformation, which I know so many organizations and so many individuals have done a great job at putting out webinars and trying to walk people through it. But as current election administrators and trying to teach our colleagues, I think that might be a valuable tool and something that we're aiming to do. So it's that type of podcast that we're hoping to kind of evolve into as we go into 2022 without losing all of the funness of the little conversations we've been able to have. I agree, especially with the last part about the kind of the informal nature of our conversations. I don't know that that's a podcast best practice, but I enjoy that format. I hope the listeners do that. We've had a few guests that have come on and, you know, they, before they come on, they ask, well, what are the questions? And we don't know. <laughs> We're just going to talk to you and wherever, whatever direction it goes in, we'll, we'll let it go in that direction. So I think our, our goal is maybe to be a little more curated than that going forward, but still maintain hopefully that feel, that comfortableness with, with the guest and with the topic. So hopefully that works. And we're still very open to feedback. So if there are recommendations or thoughts that you've had about well, how come you haven't talked about this subject? Or it would be really great if I could get some answers to such and such question. You know, always feel free to reach out to us. We're really looking forward to 2022. And if you haven't had a chance to check out all of the other 59 episodes, then take some time, go through them. A lot of them, even I have forgotten that we've had conversations about. And so I've gone back and listened and picked out things that I didn't hear the first time when we recorded them and, you know, share them with colleagues, share them with new people that come into your office. 
use them in whatever way you think that it's useful. We put them out there as hopefully something that's both educational and interesting to listen to. How do you build trust in elections and election systems so that folks, you know, pass along not just like power with victory, but also near universal uh, legitimacy? And so that's the other issue that that we've got to crack. We all have to do everything in here or else we wouldn't survive. We have to multitask constantly and we all have to be cross-trained to be able to do almost everything. Over 81% of the ballots cast were done by absentee ballot. We've never seen anything like that before. So it was a real wake-up call to us that people not only voted for this option, but they intend to use this option. The presidential general election was a priority for Philadelphia. The mayor and the administration helped us out in all sorts of ways, both by providing resources and these hundreds of employees I'm talking about. We brought in from all sorts of other city departments. I think it's uh, this, this, it's an important profession. And I mean, you know, profession of uh, election administration and whether, you know, you run for office or whether you're appointed to the job, that you really have an interest in it. And I think professional development is important too, that people have to understand this is an administrative job. You are a manager of elections in your in your jurisdiction and details matter i mean the people out here who know me and hear that said oh well that's paul's mantra you know that's what that's what i've always heard paul talk about and that's what i would say to anybody wanting to get in this job and to get in the and once you're in it to understand the details you know and i know plenty of, of, of folks who've gotten into the job in a partisan manner who understand after they're in there well, wow you know i'm serving everybody and I really have to tone down my partisanship. And I think that, um, you know, I think if they do that, they'll find, you know, that they, the, the job is very rewarding, that you're serving your voters. Uh, it's very difficult right now under you know these circumstances that people are um, attacking, you know, uh, election officials for one thing or the other. Uh, and you have to have thick skin. But I think if you keep your honesty, your integrity and your professionalism, You'll do a great job, and uh, more than ever, we we really need good people in these jobs. Well, that's a wrap on 2021, everybody. High turnout, wide margins, 60 episodes, pretty unbelievable. I want to thank the listeners, the guests. It was awesome. I hope everybody enjoyed it.